You're listening to the Kelly to the Core podcast. Let's peel the apple and get to the good stuff with your host, Kelly Willenberg. Today on Kelly to the Core, I want to talk about an experience that I've had over the past month with a program here in South Carolina that I have found to be extremely exciting. It is called the MedEx Academy, and it is through Prisma Health. It is a course which individuals can take to get hands-on experience and see what a healthcare career might be like as they take steps in their academic journeys. It involves high school and college students who are interested in a healthcare career. And with the needs for healthcare providers that we have in this country, it is an exciting opportunity to be a part of this experience. And I had the honor of being one of the speakers at two tiers of their sessions this summer. One of the tiers I taught in was tier two, which was blueprinting their career path and career exploration. And I, of course, discussed research compliance and healthcare compliance and what opportunities are out there for these students who have completed 30 college credit hours, but they might not exactly know what they want to do. Of course, I talked about research compliance from the healthcare perspective, research compliance from an institutional perspective. I talked about grants, animal research, scientific misconduct, clinical trial billing compliance, and focused on areas where people can get involved in research. I gave them definitions around clinical research and clinical trials and talked to them about the clinical trial evolution that's occurred in this country, and then discussed with them what it means to participate in a trial and be part of a research team managing patients or subjects who participate in trials. I talked about all of the compliance regulations and compliance awareness, and then focused on research compliance careers that they could consider in human subject protection or federal grants or research labs or animal research, or of course, clinical trial billing. And I shared with them the Healthcare Compliance Association and Society of Corporate Compliance and Ethics and how those two organizations are really the, the, the level set for compliance individuals in this space across the country. It was a fun, exciting time to see these rising sophomores and juniors in college who some of them had no idea what they wanted to do. A couple came up afterwards and told me they were considering medicine or healthcare as a career, but were undecided. So it was watching those young, enthusiastic minds trigger. And when I did a demonstration of a consent process and one individual in the class volunteered, she did an excellent job and played off of me. And everybody in the class got a got an, an idea of what it means to be consented in a trial. Of course, it was a fake trial, but she played along and it was very interesting. And there was a lot of questions in the room. And I found it to be inspiring to see these people talk about what they want to do in their life. The second session that I did was 
with students who had completed 90 college hours or a minimum of 75 hours, it was people who had an idea that they wanted to go into a healthcare field. And many of the students in the class, albeit the majority, were candidates for medical school, knew that that was their track. There were a few in the class who wanted to do physician's assistant or PA programs and a few who were leaning toward pharmacy programs. A couple asked me about MPH programs. And I think that there was a lot of discussion in the room about what is healthcare compliance? What does it take to get into this field? What are the challenges um, in this field today? And I will tell you that this class was extremely interested in the areas of research compliance and the fields that work in this area, such as attorneys, physicians, nurses, pharmacists, coders. And what I said to all of them was, it, it is an area that there's opportunity. Uh, and with the seven elements of an effective compliance program, there's certain skills that people need. And of course, Many of these students in the room felt that they were the type of person that should consider a career in compliance. And what I mean by that is it's somebody who's has management skills, who likes to follow directions, who's accurate and correct and diligent and attentive and conscientious, and they have good clinical reasoning skills and they like to move fast and learn new things. And there was a lot of discussion and I, I gave some scenarios of possible non-compliance and talked with them through what that means. What I found interesting, and I've had a few of them even contact me afterwards asking me for, for a help in an area where they're lear- trying to learn. Um, and, and a couple have asked me about serving on an IRB or various roles that they might could do to uh, to expand their knowledge in this in this area while they are attending medical school. But something interesting hit me after I did both of these classes, and I thoroughly enjoyed both classes. But what was intriguing to me was in both of these classes, there was not one person who raised their hand when I asked if they were going to go to nursing school. Not one in either class. Why is that today? Why do we have the drastic nursing shortage that we have? And why is that not a career that people are looking at? And it, 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 it troubled me a bit, I must say, because I see nursing as a changing environment. I see nursing as needing a lot of attention. And I think the nursing shortage has reached a crisis level as a result of COVID and what the nursing career has meant over the past two years. How can we take what we've learned and be sustainable? We can't say we've done it before now because we've done things in the past two to three years that some nurses never thought they would have to do. And I think right now it it is very concerning to me that there was not a single person that wanted to to even consider a nursing career. I think we need to remember that without nurses, the medical field is not, is not existent. And I said that to the class, 
the second class in tier four, I said, I understand that many of you want to become PAs and physicians, but you, what you must understand is that you will not be able to do your job without a nurse on the front line with you. So think about that. Look at where we are today. We've got a huge nursing shortage looming. In the state that I live in, it is projected that we are going to be the fourth highest in need of nurses by 2030. What's going to happen when we have our next big healthcare disaster? Collectively, as a country, are we ready? And what will we need to get through something like that? when nurses today are not valued as they once were in some ways. And in some, in some other ways, I think it's that nurses don't feel the value. With nurses being the most valued career, it's hard to see that no one wants to become a nurse. And I've spoken at many institutions now that there are shortages and there are crisis situations. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed working with the students at the MedEx program, giving these students the opportunity to ask questions about research, to ask me questions about their, their career path. If I had ideas about what they might consider as they start their journey through medical school or dental school or PA school, it, it's, it's a it's enlightening to watch a group of students be excited about a, a career in healthcare. What troubled me and what troubles me today in every person I talk to who is a nurse is where are we going to get the nurses to accompany people that are enthusiastic about other careers and working together to engage people to understand that Nursing is part of this paradigm. As I've said in other podcasts, I am all for guiding and mentoring other healthcare care professionals. I think at this point in my career, I am conscious that we need to bring people up through the ranks. We need people to understand what it means to be in healthcare or in my field of clinical research compliance. People need experiences. They need development. They need to have opportunities for learning. They need leaders to guide them. The problem is, I think today, we need people like me and maybe you to teach and to work with these students so they can get the real life experience that they need to understand educational opportunities and what lies ahead of them as they embark on a healthcare career. If you have young people in your life that are in college, talk to them about healthcare. Talk to them about the careers that we have out there that's available and help them to understand how we all need to be there for each other. You've been listening to Kelly to the Core. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Kelly to the Core podcast. Subscribe to the show with your favorite podcast player directly or through our website, kellytothecore.com.